What is going on, guys? It is your boy, Delonte Daniels, and Ed Oliver back at you with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. Today's show, we are going to be talking about the Wizards-Bucks game. They lost, which we all expected, um, but they competed, if that's what you were hoping for. So, Ed, let's get right into it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It is your boys, Deontay Daniels and Ed Oliver, back at you with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Well, Ed, the Wizards had a rare national television game. It started off, eh, you know, it was a little spooky. It was a little spooky, but the Wizards hung in there. They didn't completely embarrass themselves in, in on national television. But they took an L, man. Another loss. How you feeling about that game? Um, I thought they competed hard. Uh, the first quarter was pretty bad, like you said. But the second quarter, they they had some life. They settled for a lot of three pointers. They weren't aggressive at, at all. You know, they settled for a lot of threes. Spencer Dinwiddie started the game with zero for six or zero for five from the field and zero for four from the three point line. We just settled for too many threes. Um, we 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 try to do one of those wizards comebacks. You know, we start off down fifteen, almost twenty points, and then we try to come back at the end. Um, I thought Trez gave a lot of energy. Um, but the, the wheels just fell off towards the end of the game. It was 196 at one point in the fourth quarter. KCP hits a bank shot three. We get to the basket. Rui hits a three. We start moving the ball. We're playing unselfish basketball. We're playing with some energy. Traz has a crazy um, third and fourth quarter. And then the wheels just fall off. You know, Dinwiddie has a turnover. Traz uh, with the flagrant foul, which I thought was a common foul, in my opinion. But in today's NBA, it's a flagrant foul. Um, and Giannis just – we could not stop him from getting to the paint. He had 33 points, and he had a triple-double, 15 rebounds, 11 assists. They had – the Bucks had uh, 56 points in the paint to our 18. Uh, we got a little sloppy with the basketball with 12 turnovers, and we shot 34% from the three, which is a terrible three-point shooting team. Um, the Bucks shot 50% from the field. Bobby Portis kind of did whatever he felt like doing at some points in the game, and um, Daniel Gafford once again – Barely plays. I still don't understand that with West High Soldier. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't get it at all. Um, Thomas Bryant, unfortunately, uh, with the ankle injury. But um, the Bucks are the better team, and they showed it tonight. And um, you know, if we're if we're just not going to move the ball and um, not not play with energy consistently. And that that's how we're going to. That's how we lose. That's the formula for losing games. And I, I thought we tried to come back a little too late, and then it looks like we ran out of gas. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, he, he's just off. And like Kevin O'Connor said, he looks like a shell of himself and, uh, teammates don't want him there. The team just looks off. The chemistry is not good. It just looked like the, the wizards from, um, the previous nights, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, and I just, to put it in perspective, I just think it's funny how, you know, when the season started, we were talking about, you know, playoffs, like when everything balanced out and the Bucks started playing better, the Nets started playing better, the Sixers started playing better, how we could still be in that, you know, six range, six seed range to now we're talking about at least they didn't get embarrassed on national television and at least they competed. It just shows you the drop off of this team. 
You know, Bradley Bill is going to be out until, what did they say, after the trade deadline? I mean, though these guys can be the 13th seed by the time Bradley Bill's back. So it's just it's just looking really bad for the team in general. I'm not into the moral victory stuff. We're not talking about a team full of 21-year-olds and 22-year-olds. You know, we're talking about a team that's has a bunch of veterans on it, and that's supposed to be decent. So I don't really care much about just competing and being, you know, with the fight. You know, that's more for Pistons, Rockets, Thunder, you know, those kind of teams where they're known rebuilding teams. Those that's when you get the moral victories out. I don't I'm not doing the moral victory thing for the Wizards for competing in the game. Mm-hmm. Um I mean my main takeaway really is Spencer Dinwiddie, bro. Like <laughs> no bread and still no good. So you can't Ed can't even say his yeah. his comment, you know, once again, Spencer Dinwiddie's better without Bradley Bill. He wasn't good at all. So you can't even say that. I mean, seven points, two for nine from the field, two for seven from three. He hit two three-pointers later in the game. Uh, I think maybe two in the fourth quarter, but or one in the third and one in the fourth. But it's I mean, it's just not working out with him. It's not looking good. Uh, the TB injury that forced Daniel Gafford to get six minutes. But once again, like Ed said, I don't understand that. I just, I mean, I'll talk about the late game later, but I just don't understand, man. A lot of what's going on with this team, really. You know, Kyle Kuzma took the reins over 25 points, 11 rebounds. He looked good. I think he kept the Wizards in it, especially, you know, in that third quarter where the Wizards made their initial comeback. So other than that, the whole the rest of the starting lineup, KCP, I mean, he had a bank shot, but outside of that, Aaron Holiday didn't do anything. Spencer Dinwiddie really didn't give you nothing. He gave you nine assists and seven rebounds, but, I mean, Thomas Bryant didn't really give you anything before he got hurt. So I, I just – yeah, the point, guards, yeah, the point guards combined tonight were four for 18 because Aaron Holiday hit one shot. Spencer Dinwiddie made two field goals, and Howell Neto hit one field goal. So just the point guards as a whole, it's just something that we're lacking. We're really lacking at that point guard spot. We don't have a legitimate facilitator. We don't have a legitimate score at the point guard position. We're just really, really lacking at the point guard position. That's really hurt us. It's hurt Bradley Bill, not only him, but it's it's hurt the roster as well. Brad hasn't played well this year either or up to his standards, but uh, a solid point guard play would really, really help this team out, and that's just what we're lacking right now. Um, but, yeah, Kuz did play with energy. I got to give him his credit, man. He's, he, he's one guy who night in and night out probably has been played the hardest this year. It's probably between him and, and Traz when Traz is not – you know, upset about not getting the basketball. That's probably between those two for the guys who have played the hardest consistently this season. Yeah. I, I think this is a great game, too, if you're Tommy Shepard. And I think with Montrez Harrell, you got to be looking at your chops after that performance from Montrez mm-hmm. because if you're looking to trade them and showcase, right. that's, that's one of the games you want to point to right there and say, look, the Bucks wasn't couldn't stop him at one point in time. You know, he right. was he was going off. But you know, before we get into talking about just what happened later in the fourth quarter and some other things, Montrez Harrell as well, some other players, um, we do have to get to a message from our friends over at Prize Picks. This episode is brought to you by 
prize picks. You guys already know about prize picks. If you're looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA, then you need to try the award-winning app, prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will too. You pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. PrizePix offers a variety of options. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of from point score to rebounds, even steals. PrizePix allows mixed sports entries. For example, you could take the over on Burrow while taking the under on LeBron in the same play. And Prize Picks doesn't just offer NBA, they have options on college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no brainer of an offer for all of our users. You just get $50 for free if a player in your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point but you must use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use NBA code, I mean code NBA for $50 free if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point. We also have a message from our friends over at TurboTax. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax live experts, that's what makes things interesting. We all have unique lives, whether you invested in crypto for the first time this year, own an up-and-coming small business, or are raising rambunctious twins. Luckily, TurboTax Lit Live has experts who can answer your tax questions, walk you through the whole process, or do your taxes for you from start to finish. They help you get every deduction you deserve, no matter your unique situation, and you can talk to a TurboTax Live expert through your phone or computer without leaving your house. TurboTax Live experts are here to help you however you need and if you need an extra hand, hand on your taxes off, hand your taxes off to them, and they'll do it all for you. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can be an even greater refund. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes. Into it, TurboTax Live. Also, I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen once again. The NBA trade day line is Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern time, and the Locked On NBA podcast will be covering it live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to get an analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to Locked On NBA YouTube and turn your notifications on so you know when they'll go live. It, I think, I think it's interesting because I want to bring up in the fourth quarter, later on in the game, the Giannis took over, the Bucks really took over, and it just shows me personally, it just continues to show that the Wizards just, I just feel like the lack of defined roles hurts them in late games. You know, it was at one point in the beginning of the season where they were really good in these late game clutch situations, but it just looks like sometimes they just really don't know what to do. They really don't have a plan, and you looked at the Bucks, the Bucks. Knew guys knew what they were supposed to do, knew what was going to happen in that situation, knew what they wanted to do in that situation in the late game. I mean, granted, that's why they're the defending NBA champions, and the Wizards are looking at the bottom of the Eastern Conference standings. But once again, I just feel like a lot of times the Wizards just don't know, look like they know what they want to do out there. 
Definitely, yeah. I mean, they're yeah, they're, they are the defending champs for a reason. Giannis took over. Um, we just didn't have a guy that was capable of doing that. No, Kuzma played well, but you know, Spencer Dinwiddie he dribbles a lot. Um, sometimes to the end of the shot clock, and they'll take a sidestep three. It just doesn't work like that. Or, you know, we, we just yeah, we don't have defined roles. We don't know what we're doing offensively. Um, it's just no organization right now. We don't have a we don't have a def- we don't have any defined roles. We don't have any defined leadership. I saw Trez. You know, he was trying to you know get some guys motivated. They're, they're, Kuzma was mic'd up as well. You heard him. Uh, you know, on, on the bench, you know, leading guys, showing some leadership roles here and there as well. But um, it was a cluster, and we settle for threes when we're not a good three-point shooting team. When we try to get to the basket, that's when good things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we settle for threes, we shoot ourselves in the foot. We're just not a good three-point shooting team. Um, and Giannis just got to the basket every time. There was one play in the third or fourth quarter where Spencer Dinwiddie was on Giannis, and then he left Giannis. Giannis does a spin move and dunks on Daniel Gaffer. So it's yeah. just mis- miscommunication defensively as well like that. You know, guys aren't – I don't know if guys aren't trusting each other or, or what. But, yeah, it's just – it's not a good basketball team right now. I keep bringing up the Kevin O'Connor quote, but it's telling and it's true. And then Spencer Dinwiddie in his press conference as well talking about, you know, he tried to, you know, say some things earlier in the year that guys didn't respond well to it either. Um, and to talk about Denny too um, – Denny was he was a plus fourteen mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah, he he didn't get a lot of playing time too. So some of this is on West too, man. Some of the rotations are off, and and you know guys that need to close. And honestly, I thought we went on a run with Spencer was 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 not playing as, as well. Uh, I thought we went on a little run when it was it was Neto, Rui, Kuz, Trez. Um, I want to say KCP was out there too. So I hate to harp on Spencer so much, man, but. Um, yeah, it's time to move on, man. It's, it's time to move Spencer. It just didn't work out. and It's time to move on. It's not all his fault. Some guys mm-hmm. evolved as well. Just the point guard position as a whole has been lacking. Um, but, yeah, it's clearly time to move on. Like I said, Denny was a plus 14. I thought he provided some good minutes. Um, 6.6 rebounds. He, he just has to make his layups. He has to make his layups. Has to make his layups. Too many times he's missing um, wide open layups. Uh, he's too tall for that. He's got to finish that. But he did make an and one layup. But um just want to see him finish consistently that's the only problem i really have about denny's game right now the three-point shooting is going to come still missing three-pointers and missed the three-point off the backboard but overall i thought he had a solid game needs more minutes but it just has to make layups yeah i I think i think the wizards man i said it after the grizzlies game man the team is toast and you look at the schedule, really, it's, it's, we've talked about it before. It doesn't get easier. I mean, you have the 76ers up tomorrow, and you go from Giannis Antetokounmpo to Joel Embiid. All I can say to you is good luck. You know, it's, it's Giannis was, in this game, really, he really, scoring-wise, he really wasn't that, you know, going off until it was time, like, and the game was close, the Wizards came back, and Giannis was like, all right, it's time to, lock in and then next thing you know he got 33 points just because he's in takeover mode and nobody on the wizards could stop him or do a thing about it i I just i just man with the wizards the point guard play has been so bad and it just makes me think what are the wizards going to do at the trade deadline to fix this like what are they realistically going to do who are they realistically going to bring in like I, i mean Unless they concede and just do a couple consolidation trades, get some first round picks maybe from some guy from some guys. 
I don't know. I mean, you saw at the end of the game, Giannis Antetokounmpo was talking to Montrez Harrell. I don't know. Maybe he interested. Maybe it was some recruiting going on. You know, Bucks. Hey, the phones are open. The phones are open. Come, come call. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Please, please give us the first round pick. That first round pick will be the thirty second pick in the draft, or thirtieth, or 29th, But we'll take it. To be honest, we'll take any picks we can get just to reload. And I hate to trade Trez because he plays so hard, and he's the only reason why we were really in that. Him and Kuz, Kuz played really well. Him and him, him and um, Trez were the only reason why we we're in this game. I hate to see Trez go, but um, especially with Thomas Bryant too, we don't know how bad the ankle injury looked. Pretty darn bad. Yeah. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. how it's going to be out, but it was a full roll of the ankle. Yeah. It didn't look good at all. Um, but I guess one one last analysis from the game is we actually got to the free throw line more than the Bucks, which is surprising. Um, we shot twenty free throws, fourteen for twenty. We still we didn't even shoot the shoot the ball well from the free throw line, <laughs> um, and we just decided not to not to really take it to the basket, to be honest, either. So. Um, yeah, the Wizards, man, they, they got to make some moves, man. They got to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to move Dinwiddie for sure. That's one of the guy they got to move. Yeah. Uh, Berton's another DMP for him. It was a two or three DMPs in a row coach's decision. We're paying him, what, six, 15, six, or, yeah, 16 million per year. He's not even playing. So, yeah, it's just a dysfunctional team, dysfunctional roster right now. Bradley Bill out for a week, won't even play before the trade deadline. And, you know, Honestly, he he should be on the table to be traded too. He shouldn't be an untouchable, in my opinion, either. So it's just, mm-hmm. um, it's just it's just a rough situation right now. Yeah, I mean, I, and before we get to a message, I do you look at the splits between Bradley Bill when they're on and off the court, et cetera. Even yeah. though Spencer didn't look good when Brad was off the court tonight, and it's just and you look at Brad's individual performance this season, Brad look. Brad looked good with a lot of different PGs. And you go back to Isaiah Thomas or Ish Smith or Sadoransky, Russell Westbrook, John Wall. Bradley Bill looked good with all those guys. He still looked good. Spencer Dinwiddie, I mean, he just looks rough with him on the court. Like, it looks, like, really bad. And so you're talking about a guy that, quote, unquote, isn't liked in the locker room. He said he tried to step up, and it was met with some pushback. He plays better without your star player on the court, and your star player is having, you know, one of his worst seasons in recent memory with this guy on the team. I don't know how he makes it past the trade deadline mm-hmm. and stays on the team. I just don't see it. All, it's a lot. And you can say scapegoat, et cetera, which partially is true, but it's a lot stacking up against him right now. So I don't know yeah. how he makes it past the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, and I know he's coming back from the ACL injury, but it's, it's still not 100% an excuse to me because he, he does play better without Brad. Um, I just don't know what we're going to get for him. For, for him. Um, yeah, and I hate to scapegoat him too because, you know, Brad's part of the problem too is Brad has it's been, you know, the coaching, not playing gaff, uh, defensively, guys being consistent. So it's not just one person. But um, before we get into – our player of the game, just wrapping this one up. We do play the Sixers tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. Built Bars are covered in 100% real 
chocolate. Most Bill Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to all your secret treat stashes at home, in the pantry, at the office, in the car, or wherever. Throw out all the sugary or calorie-filled treats and replace them with built Bars. So when you're craving you're craving a snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. And there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, which is my favorite. Salted caramel, mint brownie, and, more, and many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 50% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 50% off at Built.com. All right, so how you, um, I guess, yeah, we don't want to have to do player to game. We already know that's Giannis, but <laughs> how are you feeling about the matchup with the Sixers? And then I forgot to say Shaq um, during the halftime show, so I don't know if you heard. He said he doesn't watch the Wizards or the Bullets or the Super Sonics. Basically, he was making fun of the Washington Wizards. Yeah, but, sound, uh, sound about right. Wizards yeah. are, you know, laughing stock. You know, they, <laughs> so it, it's not surprising at all for him to say that. I'm glad he did say that. I, I want the front office and people to just look at how teams, guys, et cetera, view the Wizards as a laughing stock. But, right. I, I mean, and before we, I move on to how I feel about the 76ers matchup, we we didn't even talk about Davies Bertans, man. You got 16 mil a year on the bench. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know if he's going to be on the move or if a guy, a team on one helm, but you got 16 mil on the bench right there. And then with Spencer, you looking at 18 mil a year. Just, mm. I mean, yeah. it's. Just, well, look at yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, nah, I'm just saying that 18 and 16 <laughs> million a year to, to just not be doing anything. Right. It's a really bad look, man. Really yeah. bad look. But to get I'll to the, definitely. yep, to get to the 76ers game, whoo, Joel Embiid will probably drop 30, 30 mm-hmm. plus if he feels like it, depending on how he feels. He, I don't. I think he did last game as well. I'm not too sure. But, I mean, and it's in Philly. I don't see the Wizards winning this game. Uh, Tyrese Maxey is playing crazy right now. Joel Embiid is playing really well. Um, Tobias Harris is playing well. If I look at the 76ers' last game, because I know they won in overtime, I believe. Not overtime. They won. Oh, they did win in overtime. They won in overtime. I know Tyrese Maxey, it was like a last-second shot. Um, and Embiid didn't play that game. So I don't know if Embiid will be playing this game or not. I don't know which quite exactly is going on with him. Mm-hmm. But still, Tyrese Maxey dropped 33 against the Grizzlies, and Tobias Harris dropped 31 against the Grizzlies. And Andre Drummond had 16 and 23 rebounds. Right. So even if there's no Embiid, there's no guarantee that the Wizards will compete any better than if Joel was playing in this game. So they they gotta they gotta try to defend the three point line. They gotta try to do their best to defend the paint and keep the turnovers down. I say the same things every time. And a lot of the times they fail to do those simple things. But that's all I really can say, man. Hope yeah. for them to defend and not turn it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're just not giving us, you know, much much um much positive to really say, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, just come out there with some effort. And uh, Wes, you know, he's going to be forced to play Daniel Gafford. So I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see Daniel Gafford get some playing time. Now, this will be a tough test for him. 
playing against uh, Andre Drummond or Joel Embiid. You know, they're two, you know, seven feet tall bigs that are, you know, bigger than your, you know, they're, they're the, the stocky kind of bigs that kind of do give Gaff a little bit of trouble. But last time we played the Sixers, we actually did play well. Um, so I know the Sixers are going to be, you know, upset and try to get their revenge against us for blowing them out. Um, so, yeah, just got to defend the three-point line. Let's try to get to the basket. Let's move the ball. Let's be unselfish. Let's play with some effort, some heart. Let's communicate on defense. And um, come out there with some energy. Let's try to push the pace a little bit, get back on defense. And um, just play with some heart, man. Play with some chemistry. Play play like play like a team. That's all I can really say. Yeah, I mean, if you guys, you know, can tell by our tones, me and Ed are just hoping that <laughs> we're hoping for something, man, because we're not expecting much. We're not expecting much at this point, honestly. It was the same with the Bucks game. We said we didn't expect them to win, and they surely didn't. Right. And it would be just hope if you realistically think they can take this game. With no Embiid, your chances increase. With Embiid in, in Philly, their chances drastically go down. But Or, yeah, let's just yeah let's showcase. Trez, keep doing your thing so, you know, we can showcase. Quotation marks. Spencer, let's have a good game, Spencer. Come on. So you can showcase yourself. And uh, you you can get a trade because it sounds like Spencer doesn't want to be here either. Yeah, so that's all we have for you guys. Hopefully the Wizards can compete. I went from saying hopefully they get a win to hopefully they compete. Uh, a win would be a shocking development. And right. me and Ed both hope they can get one. You know, we hope they could have got the one tonight, but not so lucky. Uh, but thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. Your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Well, guys, you know, thanks for going on this journey with us. We're, we're continuing to do it with you guys. Make sure you like, subscribe, subscribe on YouTube, five-star review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. That's all I got for you. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace.